Episode 8. Hello, Christian. Hey, Stephen. Congratulations. Episode 8. It's almost like a second year, right? That's right. Wouldn't you say this would be a second year? Probably. Second, yeah, second year. So we always start these little episodes with ways for me to improve. And there are good friends of mine who say, I, they say to me, Stephen, you don't want to fix yourself. You, you, you don't want to solve your problem. And it's a big problem, as we know. And people are tired of hearing it. So I've thought about this hard and fast, and I constantly listen to things. And there was this advertisement for this thing called a gravity blanket. Okay. What's it, a gravity blanket, Steve? Well, it was, it, it, this is, the, what is a gravity blanket? Well, I researched it, and they, apparently it's something that forces you to sort of get sleep because it, it literally holds you tight. And it's something that I thought that maybe, maybe the people out, out there, if they can respond by weighing in, Get it? Weighing oh, in. yes. Weighing into Very this good. and see what they think about this idea of a gravity blanket. Because we've tried rocks. We've tried things from my knees. We've tried all that. And I think that that might be something I'd like to know if anybody else has ever heard of this or, or done that. You know what I mean? I think it would be my cool thing to do. The other thing I'm really working on is shift sleeping. Like another one, not shift sleeping, but trying to say if I sleep four hours in a row, which I can do, yeah. which is not nearly enough, but it's four hours in a row. How can I add that? So I'm really, I know that sounds ridiculous. What do you mean, how can you add that? In other words, how can I eventually get to five to six hours in a row? Oh, I see. Or if I don't get four hours in a row, how can I catch up, which is ridiculous too, because you need the consistent sleep. So that's what my- And they call that shift sleeping. I make that up. Oh, okay. I made that up. Made that up. Shift sleeping. That's what I made up. Okay, so if you're listening right now and uh, you you don't know what to get Stephen for the holidays, a gravity blanket is on the top of the list. The holidays are a long time away, but yes, a gravity blanket is on the top of the list. Or weigh in and let me know what you think if you've heard of that. Yeah, if you know you've heard what? of the gravity blanket or have used it, put it yeah. on Facebook. Stay awake that, with Silver That would be a really cool thing to do. Um, and your sleep has been fine, right? Pretty good, yeah. I wanted to bring up something that, uh, that I uh, uh, visited recently. Um, I visited a place called Nap York. Have you heard of Nap York, Stephen? Nap York. Yeah. No. Okay, so Nap York is a place where you can get uh, <clears throat> in the middle of the city. You can go in a tiny little box and take a quick little nap. Google Nap York, and then you can like take a take a nap in the middle of the day. It's a sort of like a nap hotel, Stephen. Okay. Yeah, a and nap you go, hotel. Yeah, that's right. Would you ever do something like that? I might. I might. Would you do something like that? Well, I did it. It didn't. I I, I couldn't How fall long asleep. Did you, oh. Because yeah, where I was, was it? It's right in Midtown. I think it's 39th Street and Broadway. And you, you just ran up. You just saw it. You one day you walked by it. Or yeah. I, well, I had a lot of time to kill. That's what happens when you have a lot of time to kill. You just sort of uh, you're like, oh, I want to take a nap, but I don't want to lay in a park somewhere. You know, so, which I'm not above that. But so I just tried it out, and I couldn't fall asleep because I was too distracted. But I feel like if I gave myself one hour, I could have fallen asleep. It's very dark, and they have like. LED, like mood lighting and air quality control that's supposed to be really relaxing, soundproof little box. Oh, if well, you're claustrophobic, though, don't do it. Are you claustrophobic? Um, no, I've had MRIs and stuff, oh. so I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, so wait, wait, so does it cost anything? 
I think it's ten dollars. Oh, so you just chuck, yeah. you use, okay. So it's just a waste of ten dollars for you just that one time. Exactly. Is that, no, well, see, I think you can get a subscription, and if you because yeah. Now listen, Christian. The funny thing was this morning. Now Christian said. Um, uh, we, we, we like to sometimes do a little bit of chatting, minor chatting now because we've done this so long. I said, now, Christian, when can we meet? I said, can we talk on the phone? And he said, yeah, now call me at 8.30. So now again, you know, 8.30 for me is like fantastic time. Usually, I'm usually really not, really not tired. And so I called Christian at 8.30. I texted Christian at 8.30. And I called you back at 9.30. At, eight, at 9 o'clock or something. So that's okay. So see, that's what I aim for. And that's what I wish because people need the sleep. And they, above everything else, sleep matters more but than anything. But you were very considerate. You did say, oh, will you be up that early? You know, I know. I, I know. talked to you around 9.15. It was all good. I'm just, the point is I'm, I'm giving you, a, a, giving you a, a fantastic heads up and a thank you and understanding that how important sleep is. Yeah. So we were at a uh, showing of a new, music, a new play, two-woman play called Fruit Trilogy. And we didn't know we'd see each other. I, I was in the front row. Okay. And, and even Christian said to me, oh, my God, you are putting yourself at risk, Stephen, by being in the front row. Can you share with us what okay. happened? So I'm sitting in the seat. I'm a row behind you, okay? I'm in row B. And I think, oh, my goodness, Stephen Silverstein in the front row of a very intimate play, in the intimate, the Lucia Lortel. A lot of darkness in the play. Yes. Oh yeah, a lot of darkness. And I thought, oh, this is just gonna be, this is just gonna be gold. I have to tell you, Stephen, you were present for not all of it. The second part, I wasn't as present, but I was present. And thank God, I was present for most of the parts I was present for because the sec third part oh. is a is a pr is pretty risque. And yes. if you're not present, you probably would be called out. And you you'd would probably be, be jumped on stage and you'd be embarrassed beyond belief, right? That's right. So it was a terrific play, an even, a new Evensler play. Abington Theater Company, as you know, super feminist focused, you know, she strips on stage and, and you know, is very, in, you know, she's interacting with the audience and talking to you directly. And I thought to myself, Stephen, better be awake for this. Of course, how could you fall asleep oh, for that? Oh, easily. As you know from the past, as you know, um, I've fallen asleep at rock concerts. Anyway, oh, yeah. many places. So today we are not in my apartment. Today we are on the road, so to speak. We're at... Where uh, are we, Stephen? We're at the American Music and Dramatic Academy. Do you know that place? Uh, uh, it sounds familiar, yeah. How do you know it? Well, I happened to graduate here in 2008. Did you have sleep issues back then? No, I you didn't. You never did? No, because you, 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 know, you go to school, so you, you, you're exhausted by the end, so you just crash, you know? Look who just walked into my old school. A place school. where I teach it's, and you... Uh, that's right. And I play the piano. That's it's right. It's Maria Prudente. Hi, Maria. How are you? Thanks for having me. So tell me. Tell me the truth, Maria. This has got to be the truth coming from you. Do you remember any time, any weird times? Because people have where I fell asleep or anything that was like embarrassing to you or not even embarrassing, anything. Could you share with us anything? About you? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Stephen was our music director in our first semester musical theater class. Pianist, and, basically. Uh, right? A music pianist. director. But, but So Maria, did Stephen ever fall asleep in class? Absolutely. And Christian was probably the first person to acknowledge it, actually. Um, Christian would say, Stephen's asleep. 
he's asleep. And we would all look over and you would just be sitting there asleep. And you also read books a lot. You were like always, you're busying your, mi- busying your mind all the time. You're very busy doing something. Yeah, you did you, read a lot of books, Stephen. I actually do. I forgot about that. You did read a lot of books in 2000. Oh, wait, wait. You mean while I was playing the piano, I had no, a no, book no. on the side? Yeah, you had a book on your side. You would walk in with a with like like a like a librarian. You would have like a paperback I, book. A paperback book. Yeah, and you'd be right. You'd put it right next to the sheet music. And while you while there'd be coachings or you know on your little in betweens, you'd be. So like, while Regina was actually working, I yeah, was actually totally. Yeah. So now you're calling me out again. So I'm that, calling you out. Fantastic. Yeah. If you weren't sleeping, you were reading. I was going to sleep, but I was never playing the piano. That's right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what was the percentage of the time that I was playing the piano? Would you I would say, say you, would, you were playing the piano. What, Maria, what would you say? 30%? 3%. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, 30%. And then yelling at me for, not yelling, but, you know, I was always rushing a lot. Um, what did AMDA offer you here that helped you moving on in your career? Or even more in life. So I've, I compare it to kind of boot camp. Uh, it, you don't have room for a social life. In a good way, it, it really taught me discipline. All right. I think the kids who had a social life here probably were, la- were lacking in some area. I mean, I, I felt like if there was no, you had to stay on top of everything. Was, your, my, my days were full because we were here for eight to nine hours a day. And then you were re- rehearsing all the time. And it was just constant. So there was no dating. There was no underage drinking. There was no partying. And, the, maybe, and even on the weekends, we were just working. So it taught me good time management. It taught me to work really hard. And more than anything, to show up. And show up on time where you failed the class. So, you know, it was pretty strict here. So it's, it's taught me really, I think it's, I think it's helped a lot. And um, know your lyrics or Stephen would throw a book Know your you. lyrics and don't fall asleep. So t- before you go, is there anything you want to share about what you're up to, what you're doing? I know you're going to Columbia. Yes. You're cre- doing creative writing. Yes. Um, I recently, recently published an op-ed on Manifestation. You can go read it, manifestation.org. And it's called um, 21st Century Woman. Uh, 20 something feminist ascent uh, into feminist ethics. So you should go read that. Phenomenal. Yeah. Thank you so much. Phenomenal. It's great to hear, be here. So as I, we're here at, uh, at Chris, Christian's uh, alma mater. Summer camp. Summer camp. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, American Music Dramatic Academy. So we have a person who I wanted to be here because not only he, was he um, in the first semester class with um, Regina and myself, but he is somebody who I admire as a colleague now and as a performer and as somebody who has really made a name for himself as all the people that are on my episodes have such talents beyond just performing. And he, he does that. So his name is Michael McElwee and he's straight from, oh wait, is it California? No, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. No, no, you just came flying in from, okay, that was a joke. Okay. See, <laughs> You came flying in from Walt Disney World or Walt Disneyland? Uh, Disneyland. It was my first time. Ooh, was it vac- just pure vacation? Yes, it was a vacation break from AMDA. So. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so how was your sleep there? Uh, it wasn't that great because it was a time difference, uh, and I'm still running on no sleep. So here we are. So you, uh, so you can relate to my situation of having no sleep? Yes, and I wanted to talk to you about melatonin because I just started taking it, actually. So it's helped my sleep a lot, though. So wait, do you have a sleep problem? Um, I never did until I went back to school. So I recently just graduated from the new school university in New York City. Uh, And when I went back to school, uh, my hours were very crazy. So I work late nights at AMDA till 11.30 p.m. at night. Uh, And then I would go to school in the morning. So I was not getting a lot of sleep. So uh, a friend recommended to me uh, melatonin and I started taking it and it's 
really helped my sleep. So, but, well, let's go back for a second. So you graduated from um, American Music Joint Academy at AMDA in 2010. 2010. So since then, you have done what? Okay, so I've done the national tours of The Music Man, Chorus Line. Uh, I was on an international tour of Phantom of the Opera. Uh, and then I did a lot of regional work. I lived in Los Angeles, California for a year, doing some TV and film out there. Uh, and yeah, so that's kind of been the path the past few years. When you came back and you started teaching, and then you would go back to school at the new school, you would go and you would be here till 1130 at night, then you'd have to get up at what time to, to go to, go to uh, classes? Uh, it would all vary. Some of them were early in the morning, so 11 a.m. Uh, sometimes I would come in sub-classes at AMDA at 8 a.m. Uh, in the morning, so I was probably getting about four or five hours of sleep. So, so tell me how the melatonin helped you. Yes, yeah, so when I would get home from AMDA, it w I would get home around 12.30, p uh, 12.30 in the morning. Uh, I would have to eat dinner after that, so I was eating dinner at like 1 a.m., uh, and then I would wind down, watch some TV. So about 3 a.m. every night I was going to bed. So right before that 3 a.m. mark, I started taking the melatonin, and it immediately hits me, at least, my body, uh, and then I could fall asleep more easily. So, Gotcha. So Michael is a teacher here now, and he's just got his degree from new school, and he's done some wild things. Um, tell everybody about this one thing you did, which is absolutely ingenious. Well, uh, I was watching a video on YouTube, and I saw someone uh, goofing around in an inflatable Tyrannosaurus Rex costume. And I saw this costume, and I said to a friend, wouldn't it be really funny if I did like a Broadway dance in one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes? And my friends were like, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, so I love a challenge, so I went online and I purchased the costume. Uh, and I went to go pick it up at the post office and I had to teach a class at AMDA that evening. So I brought this inflatable T-Rex costume with me to my class. And at the end of my class, uh, I said to my students, don't mind me as I put on this inflatable T-Rex costume. And of course they stayed and wanted to see this. Uh, so I just danced to the opening number of a chorus line, which is the I hope I get it sort of iconic number. And my students are in the background sort of cheering and they filmed it and I decided to put it on Facebook the next day. I put it on Facebook around noon and I took a nap. I woke up and there was about 200,000 views on the video uh, and there was notifications like all over my phone and I didn't know what happened. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna let this like sit overnight. I didn't really know what I did. I woke up the next day and there was three million views. Uh, I had voicemails from ABC, NBC, uh, CBS, Fox. They all got a hold of my cell phone number. I still don't know how they got my phone number. Uh, and they were asking, can we put it on our news this evening? Uh, and I was like, sure, why not? So that week in Los Angeles, Australia, it was all over the world. I had friends from all over the world saying, what did you do? <laughs> so I made a viral video. So within a week, there was about 5 million views on my Facebook page for this video. And then other outlets started sharing it. And then about 20 million people worldwide have now seen this video. So Now the question is, this is the big question. You weren't taking melatonin at this point, right? So you were, were you operating on four to five hours of sleep while this was happening? Oh yes, there was no melatonin involved. I was in a crazy state. So I was dancing in a... Then it, you, think, you think, well, maybe Stephen should be the four to five hours. I'll have something 
I could do that. Make me. What do you think, Christian? I think I would love to see you in that dinosaur outfit. <laughs> I don't think my no my days of being in a costume. I was a blueberry hamantaschen for uh, Halloween one year. Oh. Did I tell you that? No, no. I think it was I think it was a blueberry hamantaschen. Um, one of our former guests knows about this. They they still laugh hysterically. I was a I was blueberry hamantaschen. I was I was I think I was Superman, but I never dressed in like a full body costume. No. Did you? Mm, no. Uh, no. In high school, I was the I did a, a event where I had to be the mascot and. Big Panther mascot. Anyway, so Michael, share with us any stories you might have, if you have any, or anything that you shed some light on. Help me, make me learn, make me grow, make me fall asleep. Well, this was uh, my third semester at AMDA, so I no longer had you in class. I came to you for a taping, uh, and this taping was for The Word of Your Body, which is from Spring Awakening. Uh, it's a sort of beautiful, almost lullaby sort of sounding song, uh, and it's got this beautiful sort of arpeggio sort of piano thing going on. And I remember in the taping, and I think I may actually still have this recording somewhere on my computer, um, I brought my friend Sarah Cummings, who was also in class with me, and it was a duet, and we were uh, asked Stephen to play it, and he started to play, and we're singing through it, we're kind of like looking at each other while we're singing it, and you just start hearing these sort of random notes sort of plunking in the background, and I was like, oh, that sounds sort of odd, and I look over, and Stephen's head is down, <laughs> it's completely down, but he's still somehow sort of playing, so, and it's a kind of difficult piano piece, too, and I'm like, how is he still playing, and me and my friend Sarah are just, like, laughing, like, and he's still going, we didn't say anything, and we're just letting him play, so then we got picked for what's called final demos at AMDA. So it's a sort of, uh, students get picked to sort of showcase in front of the other students, and I asked Stephen to play for me. And lo and behold, during the performance, I start hearing these random, <laughs> and I think the song put him to sleep. So uh, it was a lullaby, so maybe that's what you can do for sleep. So tell everybody what you're up to now. Well, uh, I... I'm now teaching at AMDA as a full-time teacher. I teach uh, fourth semester students here at AMDA. I teach their combos class where they get to learn all sorts of uh, musical theater combinations from Chicago or whatever Broadway show is happening right now. Uh, and I just finished, got my degree. So I got a musical theater degree and a minor uh, in political science. Uh, so I was always sort of fascinated by political science and especially forgive me, all the things that are sort of going on in the world right now, I found it really important to sort of study and learn more uh, about what's happening and become more of an activist and uh, to see what I can do more sort of in my community, especially in the gay community and whatnot. Uh, I came in to sing the song my first class. It's also what I got into AMDA singing, and I just thought it was a beautiful song. Uh, I played Lieutenant Cable uh, in South Pacific when I was in my junior year of high school. I am a bass baritone, so they lowered, we always used to joke about this, Stephen and I, uh, they had to lower everything like five steps for me because I'm just, I have a low voice. Uh, but Harry Connick Jr. in a movie version of uh, South Pacific sang My Girl Back Home, which is a song that's often cut from the show. And I came into class and I sang it for Regina and she goes, that was lovely. Don't ever sing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Regina, right? <laughs> Do you know why she said don't ever sing it again? I think it's a pretty simple and it may be a boring song, but I find it to be very beautiful and I actually did not take her advice and I kept singing it and I booked shows with the song. So this is dedicated to Regina O'Malley. So. But here we are now going to hear My Girl Back Home from South Pacific.
my girl back home I'd almost forgot a blue-eyed kid I liked her a lot we got engaged both families were glad and I was told by my uncle and dad that if I were clever and able, they'd make me a part of a partnership. Cable, cable, and cable. How far away, Philadelphia, PA. Princeton and Jay, how far are they from coconut palms and banyan trees and coral sands and tonk in Excellent, Michael. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm just so grateful for AMDA because it's given me so many wonderful opportunities and to meet wonderful people like you and to do things like this, uh, to film T-Rex videos. Uh, and yeah, it prepared me for this industry and it gave me a really good head on my shoulders. And even at 18, 19 years old, I felt like I was sort of then ready to take on the industry and whatnot. Michael, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to have you. Christian, hey, this has been quite fun. I know, we've got some more visitors popping in. Well, it's been a little exhausting. I'm hoping I stay awake now, you know what I mean? Because we've been, you've been mentioning past podcasts that I, I, I'm still awake. You know, you thought that right. I might have fallen asleep. So, so far, I'm pretty good. No, okay? you're good. You're yeah, good. I don't know how. God, I don't know how. But um, anyway, so we've had some great guests here at AMDA. This is our road trip to AMDA, as we mentioned. And we had uh, Michael, who's fantastic, who just left, and Maria, who's fantastic, who just left. I use fantastic a lot. So now we have two more guests, two alumni. So all the, the common thread for this uh, podcast is alumni at AMDA. So first I'm going to introduce Cinderella to everybody. Hi, Cinderella. Hi, Steve. One of our numbers, I think it's Sunday in the Park or something with um, Mark as well. And you were playing and he was just there. And you were like, your eyes were starting close, but you're still playing. You're still going on. And right. it's the music is still there. It's all perfect. And then there are a couple of like, um, taping sessions that I was like singing probably River Deep Valley High or I was singing songs that I need to sing for a cabaret and there's Steve and it's like I was like thinking wait, wait this is not wait Steve and I saw you just like dropping your head it's like okay I'm just gonna look to the other side and it's like it's still going on I'm just gonna sing through it I'm because he's still playing. He's like... Medical miracle. So with Cinderella, we did this mashup. Um, and we, we did it. And we did it again. And we changed it again. And we changed it again. And I think... We, minor changes. But I wanted to make sure that... Every, and I said this to her. Every single pianist, anybody, could play this song and do it letter perfect. Or there are no mistakes. Because there's tempo changes, etc., etc. And even most recently, she said to me, I think they, they messed up. So immediately I said, make sure, were they falling asleep? I said, no, no, no. They, <laughs> right, right. they were not falling asleep. But they make sure. So, so it's really exciting to see that happen. Um, so collaboration at its finest. Collaboration at its finest. And when you're totally awake, it's right. so helpful. When you're totally awake. Yeah. yeah. So um, would you care to sing a little bit of that for us? Yeah. Great. 
So this is going to be awesome. We're going to do our mashup of uh, River Deep, Bally High. is so much fun. So we have one other guest here from AMDA, who is the most recent alumni of the people that have been here. Um, her name is Samantha. Um, my entire life I've really been passionate about theater and I've always loved the arts, so I decided why not? Kinda. Um, I'm young, might as well just move to New York and pursue my dreams, so that's what I did, and then I came to AMDA. And what you experienced been in AMDA? Did you, what, what, tell me, tell us all about it. I loved AMDA. Um, I had amazing groups all four semester. I'm still friends with literally every single person in my group. That's um, amazing. What about you, Christian? Are you still friends with a lot of the groups? Uh, Maria, yeah. We're, Maria from first uh, She's a family member to me. And what yeah. about you, Cinderella? I'm still in touch with most of them, um, especially my Asians. Is there anybody in particular in terms of teachers that, that challenge you in a way that you didn't expect to be challenged or made yeah, you grow? Yeah, actually my first semester musical theater teacher, Tom Morrissey, I, when I first came to AMDA, I had no idea what I was doing. I would just get up and stand there and sing because I didn't know how to use my body and I didn't understand musicality, N nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, and then Tom, I remember he like told me in class one day, he was like, you gotta figure it out, girl. Like, you don't know what you're doing. And um, I went home that night and I sat in my dorm room and my roommate was crying or something. She was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, and I remember I like sat on my desk and spent hours doing my song charts for Look What Happened to Mabel, a song I still use to this day. So thank you. And so your song charts. So you have a so at AMDA they have a, a, a technique that they use where they do charts to help. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so basically it's a chart. You write the lyrics, you write a paraphrase, um, subtext if there's any movement an action and it just kind of helps you break down what you're doing in a song and what you're feeling in that moment which is really helpful to me because I didn't understand how to do I didn't understand how to act basically um, and yeah I went home I did my chart I memorized it I didn't even block it out until I got into class because I was just hoping that my chart would work and I did my performance it was amazing and then afterwards Tom was like that was great, like you figured it out. That's wonderful. What I thought was amazing uh, was that in fourth semester, there was a definite confidence coming from you. And this, and the reason I mention this is because as somebody who uh, does uh, coachings and works professionally and teaches, it's wonderful to see growth and to see people become almost become a new person. There's a, there's a whole freedom. And Samantha, you had a specific agenda and you said, this is what I want to do. And even if I made a suggestion, um, David was very, I'm, I'm usually more, 
I'm usually more like, you sure you want to do that? You want to do that? You want to try this? You want to do that? I'll be awake. I'm trust me. It'll be fine. Let's do it. We'll do it. I'll, I'll give you the extra time. You want it? Two o'clock in the morning? No problem. As she knows, because she's asked me that. And I've probably texted her back at two in the morning. I think everybody yeah. today can, can be assured that they have heard from me at, at every hour of the day. Hours. At every hour? Can you all say that you've heard from me at every hour? Yeah. Like two in the morning? Very obscure hours. Three, three or four. It's like I receive an email from Steve at like 4 a.m. It's like, are you even sleeping? The F3s, we used to kind of bet on how long it would take for you to fall asleep in class. Oh, I oh, didn't bet. Oh, this is another another truth being another, told. You, 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 tell us, be more specific. Yeah, this bets. Is, who would win? I mean, what was the so I'd like to know. So we would like, all kind of like, um, not like a class collectively, but a few of us would be like, all right, 20 minutes in, he's out cold. Like, let's let's go for it. And um, What was the prize? Dignity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. So... Can you be more specific? Do you remember the time after? Was it 20 minutes or 10 minutes? or? I mean, it varied day to day, but one of my favorite memories of you sleeping in class was you were playing the piano for, maybe it was Big Fun. I don't remember entirely. And we were just Big recording. Big Fun was an, was an ensemble number from Heather's. Yeah. yeah. And um, you had a seltzer water bottle on your piano as per usual. And it... You, topples over and like hits all these low keys on the piano and you're just like struggling to get it but also still playing the piano and our entire class was just looking at you and Stacy was like what is going on what's happening it's okay Samantha he, uh, you weren't here earlier when we discussed it but he opened a soda can in the it middle wasn't of seltzer a, back then. it, it was wasn't soda. a seltzer oh, oh it was soda oh that's right it was soda back then oh yeah yeah. <laughs> Soda's not healthy. Neither is seltzer. The seltzer that I have, or I tried to wean off of it. Anyway, so, so did I fall asleep, or is it just like... Just, it was no, just you, the, you fell asleep, but then you, you, you checked yourself. You got back up. I checked my <laughs> um, Samantha, we've asked everybody else here, what would you like to sing? Um, I'm going to sing my panel song, Wherever He Ain't, Fantastic. from Mac and Mabel. Which is Mac and Mabel. Okay, great. Here we go. I gotta give my life some sparkle and fizz and think a thought that isn't wrapped up in his. The place that I consider paradise is wherever he ain't, wherever he ain't. No more to wither when he's grouchy and gruff. No more to listen to him bellow and bluff. Tomorrow morning I'll be strutting my stuff wherever he ain't, wherever he ain't. Enough of being bullied and bossed. Ta-ta, I feed a zane and get lost. I walked behind him like a meek little lamb and had my fill of his not giving a damn. I'll go to Sydney or Salon or Siam. If he's going south, I'm going north. If he's going back, I'm going Bravo, 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 bravo. Steven, you know how I know you've coached her? Wherever he ain't, wherever he ain't. We heard those T's. That was amazing. Um, anyway, this has been fantastic from the hallowed halls of American Musical Dramatic Academy in room 402. I don't think I've ever been in this room. Really? <laughs> this, I swear, this is a room I have never been in. That's why you've been awake. That's, that's why you've been... It used to be an office. That's probably why. They just made it into a studio. That is absolutely right. This this school is going through major changes. I forgot. This is they're, they're all the off. They're, they're giving more studio space, um, and the offices have moved to a whole new location. 
So from uh, you know, I, you know the only thing I wish there was it, it would maybe well, would you know na- uh, na- it, nap rooms. No, what? no, no. Keep going. Nap rooms. Nap rooms. Yeah, we talked no. about that. Yeah. Well, what do you rooms. wish there was? No, I was gonna say I wish there was like an uh, and I'm not gonna do this, so don't ask me. But I wish there was an Amda uh, uh, alma mater. An alma mater, you know, oh, like not an alma mater, a, 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 a theme song. What do they call it? Anyway, I wish there was an amp yeah. alma mater that we could do. Yeah, yeah. I said, r- I said I'm not going to write one, but if I did write one, <laughs> maybe let's all let's all, right. all figure out what it could be. Okay, here we go. And it has to. We have to include the word sleep. Sleep. And we have to include the word. What else do we have to include? In the we word? should include the word uh, sleep and uh, what else? We're this improvise an Amda, Silverstein, Samantha, Cinderella, Christian. Alumni, and uh, alma mater. Walking through AMDA, it is so nice. Steven at the piano and lots and lots of mice. Walking at AMDA, I know what I'll have. Two cups of coffee for me and Silverstein. Walking through AMDA, Steve's falling asleep. I can't freestyle, <laughs> so I don't know what to say. Sleep, woo. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for telling us how you feel about sleep and AMDA and alumni and all about the alma mater at AMDA. That's it. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for episode eight. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Cinderella. Thank you, Michael McElwee. Thank you, Maria Prudente. Thank you, of course, Christian, for um, making this a fun, fantastic, a fantastic, the 19th time I've said that, episode. And um, If you haven't already, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stay Awake with Silverstein, and follow us on Facebook, Stay Awake with Silverstein. And uh, see you soon. Yeah, you'll never find him catching Z's He's always at the piano key